0: Groups of experts have developed guidelines for the diagnosis of ASMD, and it's important to note that the signs and symptoms vary by genotype are highly heterogeneous and span multiple organ systems. And this slide contains a lot of information, but just thinking from head to toe, uh, the clinical manifestations of ASMD can include neurologic disorder, present in about 30% of patients with niemann pick disease, intermediate phenotype, Ranging from mild hypotonia or hyperreflexia to severe progressive abnormalities. These findings are often present in patients who have a maculatory red spot and are associated with a reduced life expectancy. Cardiac disease is marked by an atherogenic lipid profile, which is very typical for the disorder, and in particular, a low HDL. Cardiac and cardiovascular disturbances manifest at an early age, including elevated coronary artery calcium score. And about 10% of patients have coronary artery or heart valve disease. Cardiac disease accounts for about 7% of deaths among adults with the chronic form of ASMD. Interstitial lung disease based on radiologic findings is present in the majority of patients and frequent respiratory infections, including pneumonia occur. This is a leading cause of death due to progressive loss of pulmonary function. Should be noted, however, that the imaging findings can, can be profound prior to clinical deterioration of pulmonary function. Liver fibrosis, including varying degrees of fibrosis and cirrhosis occur in many patients. Liver dysfunction noted by elevated liver enzymes is common. Um, however, in a lot of cases, liver function tests may be normal despite detecting localized or initial signs of liver fibrosis or cirrhosis. Together with pulmonary disease, liver failure is one of the most common causes of death. Splenomegaly is a very typical disease manifestation and an early diagnostic sign. And patients can have symptoms from their enlarged spleen, including pain, the feeling of pressure and early satiety. Splenomegaly can be massive, up to 30 multiples of normal, and there is a potential risk for for fatal bleeding. Splenectomy has not been found to be associated with better outcomes but is indicated in case of splenic rupture. The skeleton is also impacted by ASMD and a majority of patients have back, limb or joint pain and skeletal fractures are common. Osteopenia and osteoporosis are commonly found in adults and there's decreased BMC and BMD in pediatric patients. Adolescent patients often experience growth delay, but with some catch up in early adulthood and early adult heights are typically in the normal low normal range. Hematologic abnormalities are frequently found and bleeding is the third most common cause of death. These patients also can have easy bruising and concomitantly have a low platelet count. Among the cytopenias, that thrombocytopenia is the most common, and anemia and leukopenia each affect about 20 to 30% of patients. A study was done to study to assess the manifestations and natural history of Niemann-Pick disease type A. This form of the disorder has a relatively homogeneous phenotype with hepatosplenomegaly usually detected on normal newborn newborn, uh, examination by the pediatrician at about two to four months of age. And then these babies go on to develop rapid progressive neurodegeneration prior to the age of 10 months. And by 12 months have severe irritability and sleep disturbance and most succumbing between the ages of 21 to 27 months. And you can see that all of the uh, major milestones, adaptive behavioral skills, expressive language, gross motor, fine motor skills, all begin to fall off the normal curve between the ages of eight to 10 months with a rapid decline. So these infants, some of them will get to sitting. uh, Rarely do they get to crawling. um, They don't get to walking. uh, They don't develop their language skills. And this is a devastating neurodegenerative disorder of infancy. There are retinal changes that are present in many patients with Neiman-Pick disease, the most classic being the so-called cherry red spot. And this is a white ring of lipid-laden neurons encircling the normal red ganglion cell-free phobia, as you can see here in this slide. And this appears as the classic macular halo or cherry red macula. For Neiman-Pick disease type A, fundus examination typically reveals retinal changes at the time of diagnosis, but this finding in the eye also can occur with patients with the so called intermediate form, Neiman Pick disease type AB. The manifestations and natural history of Neiman Pick disease type A have been described in a series of uh, descriptions of small numbers of patients. This is a phenotypically heterogeneous disorder. Most common initial presentation is hepatomegaly and splenomegaly. But other common findings and complaints are bleeding, dyspnea, pulmonary infections, joint and limb pain, bruising, headaches, bone fractures, and diarrhea. Typical laboratory abnormalities are summarized on this slide and can include hematologic findings, the lipid abnormalities that I previously described including low HDL cholesterol, abnormalities on pulmonary function testing, um, uh, one most important and notable being the DLCO, which is typically decreased from normal, and abnormal liver function tests. The natural history of the intermediate form of nemopic disease, so-called type AB or B variant, is phenotypically heterogeneous. The somatic features are very similar to those in neiman disease type B. These patients, however, may present with a cherry red macula, and their neurologic manifestations can include ataxia, gross motor delays, and learning disabilities. The presentation in general is more severe than type B, but less severe than type A, and these patients do survive early childhood. So the diagnosis of ASMD presenting in infancy or childhood is depicted in this algorithm. Typically, the first finding, clinical finding is hepatosplenomegaly, and when a patient is identified with hepatosplenomegaly, If there are other features suggestive of ASMD, such as a cherry red macula, developmental delay, hypotonia, low HDL cholesterol, the next step would be to do ASM enzyme activity. And if that's low, to then go on to gene sequencing to identify the particular genetic mutation, which in some cases can give information about genotype phenotype. If those features are not, other suggestive features of ASMD are not present, Then the clinician needs to rule out other causes for hepatosplenomegaly, which can include things such as infection, malignancy, other lysosomal storage diseases, liver disease, congestive heart failure, or hematologic disorder. The bottom line is the gold standard for diagnosis of this disorder is measurement of the enzyme activity followed by by gene sequencing. For ASMD presenting after childhood, again, typically by the finding of hepatosplenomegaly, if there are features suggestive of ASMD, Same recommendation, obtain an ASM enzyme activity followed by gene sequencing if the enzyme activity is low. If there are not other suggestive features of ASMD, again, the clinician needs to rule out other causes of hepatosplenomegaly. So assessment of ASM activity is required for a diagnosis. Other clinical laboratory testing may be confirmatory, but really cannot substitute for enzymatic testing because some of the features of ASMD overlap with other disorders, including other lysosomal disorders such as Gaucher disease. This testing can be performed on several different tissues, including isolated peripheral blood leukocytes, dried blood spots, or skin fibroblasts, and the low level of ASM activity documented by this analysis confirms a diagnosis of ASMD. There are now best practices for how to do this testing and tandem mass spec is the preferred method because this allows for multiplexing analysis of enzyme activity. So at the same time that one is measuring ASM, the other disorders such as Gaucher and glucocerebrosidase deficiency can be excluded at the same time. Decreasing cost of working up the patient and improving speed to diagnosis. Compared with fluorometric measurements which were more, frequently used in the past, tandem mass spec has a higher specificity and doesn't require any radiochemicals. And although several types of samples can be used, as I already told you, most laboratories really require just a simple whole blood specimen. Sequencing of the gene also does play a role in ASMD evaluation. More than 180 pathogenic SMPD1 mutations have been identified, and several genotype-phenotype associations have been made. Not surprising, frameshift mutations typically result in little or no residual ASM activity and would be anticipated to result in more severe disease, which is what is observed. Missense and in-frame deletions typically result in greater than 5% residual ASM activity and result in less severe disease. Some specific genotype-phenotype associations that have been made include the finding that the mutation R610 deletion is the most common mutation, and is associated with an attenuated MPD type B phenotype, that is a mild phenotype. Whereas these three mutations, R496L, L302P, and frameshift P330, account for most MPD type A in Ashkenazi Jewish population. The mutation A359D accounts for most cases of Neiman-Pick disease type B in Chile, and these patients have higher rates of clinically significant liver disease. And finally, the Q92K is a mutation that's typically associated with neurologic involvement, including in those patients with the the, uh, demon pick disease type AB phenotype or the intermediate form. The differential diagnosis of ASMD does include Gaucher disease because the clinical features do overlap. That's why the recommendation is that parallel enzymatic testing for ASMD and Gaucher disease occur at the same time. There are other potential causes of hepatosplenomegaly, and particularly in infancy or early childhood, the clinician needs to be thinking about these other disorders. And these would include hex A deficiency, Sandoff disease, Neiman-Pick disease, type C, Wollman disease, the mucopolysaccharidosis, and the oligosaccharidosis. And then, of course, some infectious diseases, hematologic malignancies, and other genetic disorders, such as glycogen storage diseases, can have Uh, hepatosplenomegaly as a presenting symptom. Other potential causes of interstitial lung disease also need to be considered, including environmental exposures and connective tissue diseases and infections.